Vegetarian Zen, episode numero nueve. Listening to Vegetarian Zen puts me on cloud nine. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And I'm Larissa. And today we are recording Podcast 9. We're almost at 10. Yay! We'll be talking today about a book that is a very one of our very favorite books, and it is called The Healthy Juicers Bible by Farnoosh Brock. And we'll be giving you a high-level overview slash review, but uh, spoiler alert, we love it. So right. we're going to be talking a little bit about that book. Right, and just just to let you know, we have been vegetarians for, what, seven months now? Right. And we've had this book for six. That's right. And we still refer to it quite a bit, yes. so it's a great book. Yes. But let's start off with some updates like we typically do. Okay. So we have a new five-star review Woo-hoo! on iTunes. Yay! Uh, our reviewer is Brian Knowlton. Brian says, I am always looking for tasty and healthy lifestyle podcasts. This has been added to my list of podcasts I plan on listening to every episode. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brian. We appreciate the five-star rating, and we really uh, would appreciate if other folks find value in our podcast going out to iTunes and leaving us a five-star rating because it really helps us go a long way and helps other folks find us as well. And we really want to say thank you to those of you who listen to us regularly because we have been moving up on the new and noteworthy of iTunes. So greatly appreciated. We've also been seeing our uh, subscribes go up. So much appreciated. Yes. Thank you so much. All right. Well, I've got one other little thing to talk about in our updates and that is Vicky's breakfast. Yes. Vicky. And uh, I have to honestly give my mom credit for this. So thank you, mom. And we um, should start out by saying this is not a commercial. So no, we don't have a, a sponsor from nope. these people or anything. No, nope. no, nope. It's just a it's just a, hey, this is good stuff um, endorsement, I guess you would say. But um, my mom gave Vicky uh, a little container of cereal to try. It looks like one of those cup of soup uh, instant cereals. And it's called Hot and Fit Ernest Eats. I haven't tried it yet myself, but Vicky, um, my mom gave her several and she ate all of them. And then my mom gave her a few more for her birthday and she ate those. And then we ordered some on Amazon. And I'll let Vicky tell you, tell you exactly what it is. Okay, so let's start off with the ingredients, which is awesome because when you look at the ingredients on anything, I heard a, a saying that really made a lot of sense. If you don't know what it is, your body doesn't know what it is. Right. So when I saw the ingredients on, the, on this, I was totally stoked. So here are the ingredients. Quinoa, amaranth, oats, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, cashews, almonds, flaxseed, natural cocoa, cinnamon, and sea salt. And guess what? I know what all of those things are. Yep. So I know my body does. That's it. So here's the two coolest things about it. Okay, well, first of all, it tastes good. That's important. I mean, it's really important that it tastes good. But when I first had this, well, I don't want to say first because your mom had given me several, like you said. But when I recently had it, I had it on my way into a meeting. And I was, it was about 10 minutes into the meeting. And all of a sudden, I just got this burst of energy. And it was amazing. I just felt like so energetic. And it's almost like 
all these things just hit my cells at the same time or something. And That's I felt awesome. really energetic. And not even like in, like coffee energetic, you know, like... Not jittery. Not jittery, not, not sugar, no. Not, yeah, not from eating a candy exactly. bar. Exactly. And it, what was so great is it was I was also going to go work out right after that. So it was a really good pre-workout energy booster. Right. And then the other thing is how easy it is to make. So it's in these little containers, and I went to the to the break room and I filled it up with hot water. It wasn't even boiling water. It's just the water that comes out of like the coffee maker type. Right, exactly. And I put it in there. You put the lid back on it and you let it sit there and cook for like three or four minutes. And then you just take, take the lid off, stir it, and it's ready to go. So it was really, really good. Right. So uh, to go by what their slogan is, is it hot in here, or is that just your breakfast? <laughs> yeah, that made me laugh when I saw that, right. too. So check it out. We'll have um, information in the show notes we'll have a link. about it. We'll have a link, because you, you can get it on Amazon as right. well. Right, Okay, so I guess that's all we have for updates for today. So let's get into our, our book review. And um, Vicki, she, she's read it more than I have. I know you've read it probably a couple times. I've read it, at least, I think, three times. <laughs> right. Right, and, including um, getting ready for this podcast today so right so i'll let her get started talking about a little bit about uh farnoosh and i know that that you have um corresponded back and forth a little bit with farnoosh haven't you um i think on something i don't recall i wouldn't i mean we're not buds or anything but (laughs) (laughs) i can't remember exactly on what but i think i did i Mm -hmm. I maybe left her a comment on something Mm -hmm. maybe that was it but anyways if you have not heard of Farnoosh Brock, she has her own website. It's called Prolific Living. She also had a podcast called The Daily Interaction that she just recently stopped. And I have to say, I, I, I had mixed feelings on this because while I was happy for her, it sounded like she had some really exciting projects going on. I really am going to miss her voice, at least on the podcast. I know she's not dropping out of sight, but, you know, it's that, that interaction you got or that relationship you have with people it's like uh on the podcast so i was really sad i could tell she was sad as well on her last podcast i listened to but um i'm sure she's going to be doing a lot of exciting things so i can't wait to see what she's going to be doing and and she still has she has youtube videos that she that she has on she has a youtube channel and and you know you can still check her out on there and and so she's not gone okay so from from what i understand and this is part partly in her book as well in 2007 she was inspired by jack lalane she heard him talking about juicing, and okay. she got really pumped. Okay, so now just for those of us like me who don't really know who that is, is, is he a fitness guru? He is the fitness the guru. Fitness guru. <laughs> what does he do? He just recently he passed away also within the oh. last, I want to say within the last five years or something okay. like that. But he was like Mr. Fitness, 50s fitness bodybuilder. No, oh, something okay. like that. Maybe like the Jillian Michaels of the 50s or something. So not like the, uh, maybe the Schwarzenegger. Not like Martin things. Short on Arrested Development. No, not okay. like Martin <laughs> Short. Okay. Anyway, we're okay. Off topic. So she heard him talking about juicing. She was overweight. She was stressed. Stressed in a corporate job that she wasn't very passionate about, and she purchased her first juicer, which was a masticating juicer. And for those of you who may recall, in our podcast number four, where we talk about juicing it up, we talk a little bit about what a masticating juicer is and the difference between that and a centrifugal juicer. Just a real quick recap of what that is. Centrifugal are tend to be the lower price, cheaper juicers, but what those do is they just really, they rely on a quick spinning um, blade to 
to chop up your vegetables and your fruits and extract the juice. But what tends to happen with those is that they heat up the juice and you lose a lot of nutrients and plus you get a lot of pulp. So it's not as good for you as a masticating juicer. So she went all in, purchased a masticating juicer, which is what, she, what we have also. As a matter of fact, her book helped us to select our juicer and we don't have the same one that she has. She has a Green Star and we did look at those, but those were huge. <laughs> yeah, we don't have the counter space for that. Exactly. Okay, and so after buying her first juicer, she began with fruits and slowly graduated toward greens. And I think that's pretty much how you started, right? You right. as well. And you're still kind of more on the fruit <clears throat> side. You're I'm more on the greens side. You have right. to be careful with the fruits because the fruits have a lot of sugar. So you want to be careful with that. But anyway, she started losing weight. She started, her skin started clearing up, and then she started, uh, her digestive system started getting healthier. So all of those things are great benefits of juicing. So, of course, when I, we got her book and we started reading it, I got really pumped up about that. And that's when we started researching um, how to buy our first machine. Right, right. All right, so the book is set up... Um, with several different chapters that go from the very basics to some of the, so she talks about the benefits of juicing. She gives, uh, she has a section called 20 Irresistible Benefits of Juicing, talks about weight loss um, and health gain. She also talks about what juicing is and what juicing isn't. So as we talked about in our uh, podcast, it was a number four was number we four. talked about juice it up. We talk about the difference between <coughs> juicing and smoothing, which I just explained a little bit earlier. Blending. I'm sorry, juicing and, what did I blending, say? Blending, smoothing. <laughs> juicing and smoothies, yeah. or blending. And the three categories of juices, she talks about how to start juicing, gives you some bare essentials, even some shopping ingredients. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, and, and I know that this sounds like a lot of information, but the way that the book, the way she has it structured, it's very um, easy to read. Yeah. It's very well laid out. And it's not overwhelming. In fact, it's a very Very, small book. It is a small book, and it packs a lot of information Mm -hmm. in it. So, and what's great is it's a reference book, and that's where Larissa was saying, you know, we've read it, or I've read it several times, but it's that I pick it up and reread several sections. Mm -hmm. And even in doing the research for this uh, podcast today, there were several things that I hadn't caught the first and second time that I caught this time. So, um, it's a very good reference book. She talks about also setting up your kitchen because you do have to think about counter space. As we mentioned, that did impact or it did influence our decision on which juicer to buy. She was a total walkthrough about how to Mm -hmm. store your vegetables, which is still something we're trying to get the hang of. I think we've gotten much better at that. I think we have. And I think that would be a good topic for a blog post um, Mm -hmm. coming up is the, the things that I've learned on how to store different types of produce, whether it goes in the refrigerator or on the counter, how you wash it, how you prepare it so I think that's something that I'll I'll be looking into adding as a blog post yep. and then she talks about the recipes and the benefits so how to use the recipe section so she has some recipes that have like flu prevention breakfast juices that type of thing right and then after you juice the storage of your juice and that was something we weren't sure of at the very beginning either so this was a good reference for that because we weren't sure can you store it what do you store it in if you can store it and that type of thing so mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk a little bit about that and then one of my favorite sections improvising your right. own recipes that is fun to me right. um, and while we do use some i have used a few of the recipes in her book I have such a good time just kind of experimenting with stuff. And that's kind of what I do. And the the thing that that's good for is using up what you have. And I know we talked about, I think we talked about this in, in our episode four as well. If you have 
fruit or vegetables that you need to use in the next day or so, juice them. Use the fresher ones for cooking or steaming or whatever you're going to do with them, but juice the ones that are, because it's okay. Uh, it's okay to do that. And um, then the other thing about improvising is, like you said, it's fun. And I like just make, trying to make different flavors and see what, what combinations I can come up with. And like you said earlier, I'm still more fruit-based, but I have incorporated spinach into every juice now and carrots as well. Um, but that's something that I'm getting used to and I, and I don't even taste those anymore. And those are two of the more mild, bland vegetables to add. So if you're starting to add vegetables, you might want to start with those too. But now I have a question for you. Okay. Um, I know that in the book, Farnoosh talks about what to do with the pulp. So what do you do with the pulp? Well, she has some some recipes, which is great. So mm. she some of the suggestions are throwing them on top of salads, oh. uh, making muffins out of them. Huh. So but she's, and she has actual she has recipes. recipes in there. Well, that's good because mm-hmm. I know that you can like save the pulp and then put it into like vegetable soups, stock, soup. She has that recipe like that. as well. Mm-hmm. Well, then vegetable, we will be trying that because I know broth. Yeah, because uh-huh. I know we don't have a composter right now, so ours just goes in the trash, and I always feel bad about that. And that's what she talks about composting. Composting. As well. <laughs> yeah, we have to get a composter. We just don't have room right now. Right. And then she talks a little bit about pushing past the resistance to keep juicing. And this is something you and I have struggled with a little bit recently. We were just talking about it today. We both made a big glass of juice uh, as we were having our our meeting. Sunday for meeting. Our Sunday meeting. And we both made uh, made our big glass of juice. And I got such an energy boost mm-hmm. from that. We were both kind of dancing around like idiots to well, 80s Well, yeah, that and the, and the 80s new wave <laughs> music um, yeah. was the energy boost. Right. But it was it, it was a really good reminder of how important it is. And it's like anything else. It's like going to the gym. It's like eating healthy. Right. Sometimes you fall off the wagon. Is it off the wagon or on the wagon? <laughs> Another Seinfeld, sorry. Sometimes you fall off the wagon, but the most important thing is that you just keep going. Right. And and something else, too. I've been sick the last couple of weeks off and on, and I totally should have been juicing. You know, there are so many things that probably would have benefited me and, and gave, given me a little boost to, to my immune system. And I just didn't do it. I didn't even think about it. And you know, probably because I just felt so bad. But I'll think about it next time. Mm-hmm. So next time I get sick, remind me. I will remind you. Okay. That's and, what I have you for. Uh, and then the last thing she talks about is juice fasting and what it is and why do it. And you probably have heard you, there's a lot of things out there if you read any health journals or anything like that on juice fasting. In fact, when we became vegetarians, one of the documentaries that I had watched that was 50% of the reason that I decided to become a vegetarian uh, was fat, sick, and nearly dead. And we do reference this in, I think it was our very first podcast, wasn't it? Right. It's also on our resources page, which will be published soon. And um, I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. If you haven't seen this documentary, it is amazing. And it, it really just talks about this guy that was extremely overweight joe cross Joe Cross, mm-hmm. extremely overweight and he goes on a and he had a skin condition 60 he a, yeah a he goes on a 60 day condition. juice fast and that's all he has is juice and he's going around the country talking about it and he sheds all this weight mm-hmm. and gets a really healthy 
um, his state. skin condition just goes away. Yeah, and he's checking in with a doctor though too, mm-hmm. and she's very careful in her book to say this as well that if you consider going on a juice fast, you really want to check in with your doctor and right. make sure it makes sense for you because especially if you're taking like prescription medications and mm-hmm. such, you have to be careful with all. Or of that. if you're diabetic, like I am, um, or have any other health issues, you know, maybe if you're missing a kidney or anything like mm-hmm. that, don't ever do anything like this without consulting a doctor first right so i wanted to ask you uh what kind of i know because we were just mentioning motivation and staying on top of that what does farnish say so the main thing she talks about is just being forgiving and being kind to yourself and the other concept she introduces is that of a juicing journal that can kind of keep some people motivated. I know that when I start eating poorly, I usually just try to start tracking my food again and like the Daily Plate, which is a free online resource mm-hmm. that you can sh- start to track your nutrition. And I do it for a couple of reasons. One is for motivation and the other one is to make sure I'm eating properly. And we were just talking about in our a couple of episodes ago about the importance of protein and I had noticed my energy level particularly because I work out so much had started to wane a little bit mm-hmm. primarily because I had been not having enough protein and balancing all the other nutrients so it's very motivational to keep a journal right uh, and then which juices make you feel good you know some of them like today's was like a total energy that's true hit and yeah. most of them are but some right. of them you just go gosh that's really good you know right and then yeah occasionally you'll get one that it's it doesn't taste exactly like you thought it would, or <laughs> it's just not your favorite. You know, you drink it, and then you're, you got, I have okay. not made any ones that are really horrible yet. I haven't made any ones that are really horrible, but I have made a couple that I'm like, oh, no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of good to make note, you know. Oh, I take that back. The beet. The primary beets, oh, I don't yeah. really care for the beet yeah. as much. That was very, yeah. It was very red. <laughs> All right, so let's talk a little bit about what chapter I think was probably the most money chapter for me, and that was the improvisation Mm -hmm. uh, chapter. Mm -hmm. And what I really liked about that is, as we just mentioned, one of my favorite things to do, it's fun. It makes it fun for me. We were just talking about motivation as well. When it's something fun, when you make it exciting, um, you're more apt to do it. And I like when we buy different things that I know. She has a really good table in there of what is juiceable and the unjuiceables. And talks a little bit of like mushrooms and potatoes and avocados. Yeah, you don't. Now, you you know, I'm going to go right downstairs and make a banana, mushroom, potato, avocado juice. I'd love to see you do that. And you're going to drink it if you do that. No, I'm not. I'm going to make you drink it. It's like my mustard sandwich when I was four. I wasn't eating that and I'm not drinking that juice. Um, So that has been so helpful to me because she has a list of like what typical bases are. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever been to like a place that will juice for you, like Whole Foods does that, you'll see like they have a list of bases and then other ingredients that you can put on top of that. And essentially that's what she has. So she has things that go and then she has a table of things that go well together. That's very helpful because there's certain things you just do not want to mix together. So bases are, are typically things like what carrots, beets, apples. Things like that. Right. And then the the things that you combine are more of like maybe the pineapples, spinach. the spinach, bananas. Or I don't know, maybe banana is a base. Cause, oh, no, you no, don't bananas, bananas. No, bananas. That's smoothies. Bananas. That's right. Smoothies. Right. Okay. Well, I got it. 
Um, and so this one has been, because once I got that down and I was really, that made me very confident. So, I mean, I pull out an apple that is like the base, then right. I can throw other things or an orange or something. Right. Uh, she also talks about, you know, you shouldn't really juice the, the rinds of anything but lemon and lemon lime. Lemon and lime, are fine. right. So she gives you tips like that. And once you get the basics down, then it gets really fun because mm-hmm. then you can experiment with what you like. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that, especially with bases, I think my two standard bases well my one for sure is carrots and then my other one is either an apple or a pear depending on what we have Mm -hmm. and that's pretty much standard for me and then you know i kind of vary it a little bit um from there depending on what we have and then i always always put in ginger yeah fresh ginger so the improvisation one is like mm-hmm. the money chapter for me. It appeals to the artist and the mm-hmm. scientist in me. Exactly. Kind of like experimenting. Yeah. Yeah, we watched Reanimator last night. Uh, so <laughs> just don't just don't go all, all Reanimator all on re-animator me with juices. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then I also want to talk a little bit about the storage because I think that's important. That was also something we had questions about. And the first thing she says that if you're going to store any extra juice, you need to use a masticating juicer. Mm-hmm. Really, the centrifugal, because you've already lost so many nutrients when that thing is heated up, when, when your liquid is heated up, um, it really doesn't. And it's not that it goes bad or spoils. It's just that it has really no nutritional value. Mm-hmm. So it really has to be a masticating juicer. And the better the juicer, obviously, the more uh, nutrients are going to stay in there so you can leave it a little bit longer. But we typically don't leave it more than 24 hours in her book she says it can last about 36 i've also seen it even longer referenced i've seen it up to 72 and i've tried it and it's just it's not the same it It loses it's it gets kind of flat it does just not as as you can you can tell that it's like biting into a fresh apple versus biting into an apple that's like been cut and left in the refrigerator yeah, or something exactly right so you definitely want to have a masticating juicer if, if you want to store any extra juice the best thing to do though is to consume it immediately that's when it has its highest potency so no matter what um, that is the best way to drink it. But if you're going to store it, you want to make sure to store it in a glass container with an airtight lid. That will help to maintain the potency and the nutrients, but you definitely want to shake that puppy up. Oh, yeah. And once it's been in there and stored in the refrigerator, of course. Exactly. But once it's been in there, it, it'll settle and you really do need to shake it. That's a good point. And then uh, what you mentioned about glass is important because... If you store it in plastic, you run the risk of leaching uh, chemicals from the plastic into your juice, and you don't want that. Right. So we always use glass. And I've, I have started actually saving glass jars um, from everything from jelly to pasta sauce to anything that we use like that. And I just save those in the cabinet, and we use them all the time. So that's something that's really easy to do. It won't cost you any extra money. Okay, and then the last thing she talks about in her book is, uh, as we mentioned, the juice fasting. We have not done this. I don't know that I'm brave enough to do this yet. I might do a three-day challenge at some point, but I can. it would have to be I'm off of work uh, <laughs> just because I could imagine my energy level plummeting. And she's staying in a hotel? Because <laughs> <laughs> I would probably be grumpy. And she would be really grumpy. <laughs> Uh, but she mentions that she did this back in 2009. She did her first juice challenge for five days. And it really helps to detox your body. And I believe that. I've heard so many positive things about people. And there's people that do it frequently as, as mm-hmm. like monthly, on a monthly basis, like right. just to detox their body. I am not there yet. But no, I, I, be- I believe I it. I wouldn't mind trying it. But, of course, 
again, she does say definitely check with your doctor before you do anything like this because it is a shock on your body. And the other part I appreciated, though, that when I've read about fasts in the past is she talks also about breaking the fast. That's important, Mm -hmm. too. She said the first time that she did her juice fast and she went out and just started eating again normally, she got very sick. Oh, I'm sure. You don't want to fast for five days on juices and then go get a cheeseburger. Exactly. So she she has tips for how to come out of the fast. That's very good. That's And that's something that people don't think of. You know, I wouldn't think of that. I'd be just I would be so hungry. I'd be ready to go just, you know, go to McDonald's and scarf Scarf them down. down. (laughs) Except we don't need meat anymore. I know, but that's how hungry I'd be. (laughs) Um, She has a cool quote in there, too. He that eats till he is sick must fast until he is well. I like that. I saw that in there. It's an English proverb. Yes. I thought that was really cool. Yes. Okay, so I think we've talked all about the book that we can. And if you haven't gathered this yet, we love it. Right. Um, I was very glad that this was one of the first books that helped ease us into a vegetarian lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And this will teach you all you need to know if you want to get into that. It's really a great introduction. And as I mentioned, even having done it now for several months, it continues to be a great reference book for me. Right. Um, And as a bonus, we're going to be giving away a copy of the Healthy Juicers Bible. And here is all you have to do to enter. We ask that you go to our website and sign up for our newsletter, the Vegetarian Zen News Beat. We are working on the content for that, and so we're people are signing up, and we are going to be offering exclusive content to anyone on our mailing list. Um, and so this means that it's not typically things you would find on our podcast or on our website. This, these are insider tips and tricks and motivation right. and all sorts of things within the newsbeat. And of course, we're very open to any recommendations, suggestions, things that you'd like to see out there. I know recipes is a big one that people wanted to see. So maybe we even have some, some of our favorite recipes right. out there uh, exclusive to our newsletter folks. Mm-hmm. And again, just a reminder, we respect your privacy. I belong to a lot of newsletters. I get really ticked off when I start getting porn. (laughs) (laughs) And so I would never do that to anyone on our mailing list. We respect your privacy. So sign up for the newsletter and you will be included in the drawing to receive a copy of Farnoosh Brock's The Healthy Juicer's Bible. We'll be doing a drawing on Sunday, August the 18th. And we will pick again from our newsletter folks and email you that you have won. Right now, to sign up for the newsletter, several things, several ways you can do it. You can go to our homepage, and on the top right, there is a big sign up for our newsletter form. You just enter your name and email, and that's it. Uh, you can also, in the show notes, I'll have a link in, in the show notes for every episode. At the bottom of the show notes, there is a link to sign up for the newsletter. It's the same, it's just a little form, um, the same as the big one, just smaller. And you can do it there. Uh, and you can also do it on Facebook. We have a little app up on our Facebook that, where you can click that and sign up. And needless to say, if you've already signed up for our newsletter, you will already be included. So thank you yes. already if you've signed up. Yes. Okay, well, I think that's our show for today. Until next time, get juicing. Peace out. Hey, Veg Centers, thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash vegetarianzen 
or on Twitter at VegetarianZen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.